This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. The first one was printed in the year 868. The first one just for kids, not until the 1600s. And Bryce and I will never agree on the very best of all time. Nuh-uh. This is your Squiz Kids Shortcut for Book Week, the podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news stories. I'm Amanda Bauer. And I'm Bryce Corbett. Bryce, you've got kids. Mm -hmm. I don't have to tell you that Book Week is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Kids might dress up as their favourite book characters, Mm -hmm. have an author visit their school, do writing workshops Mm. and, of course, do lots of reading. Today, we're going to take you through when the first ever books were published, who wrote the first book for kids and what are the best children's books of all time. Listen carefully. There's a squiz at the end. Bryce, we're obviously going to have to fire up the Squiz Kids time machine. Sure. To go back to when the first books were printed. Mm -hmm. Time machines, by the way, having appeared in some terrific books over the years. Yeah, they have (laughs) to. Now we'll first set the dial to take us back 5,500 years to the first known time that anyone recorded anything in a way that could be moved around. Mm, Humans had been painting in caves, for example, but this was the first time that someone had recorded symbols on a clay tablet in a place called Mesopotamia, which is occupied today by Iraq, Syria, Turkey and Kuwait. Now, a clay tablet was quite heavy to carry around, but it would take another 3,000 years until the Chinese invented paper by pulping up mulberries, the Uh hemp plant, old rags and old fishnets to produce something that could be written on by hand. Wow. It took another 900 years or so until the Chinese came up with a way to carve characters into wood and then use those wood blocks to mechanically print with ink onto the paper. But the invention that most people think of when they think of printing books is something called the Gutenberg Press. Yeah, that was named for its inventor, a German by the name of Johannes Gensfleisch zur Laden zum Gutenberg, sensibly (laughs) shortened to Gutenberg. That's great. Good pronunciation. Oh, thank you very much. Gutenberg was a goldsmith and he came up with a system of metal printing letters that could be moved around to create different words. In 1455, his press printed its first major book, the Bible. And as more people learned to read, other books started to be printed and sold. So, Amanda, who wrote the first book just for kids? Who? It took more than 200 years for anyone to think about using a printing press to make books just for kids. Ah, that'd be right. And when they did, it was still a religious book. Most people think that the first book written exclusively for kids was called Spiritual Milk for Boston Babes, <laughs> penned by the American church minister John Cotton. Sounds like a page turner. <laughs> it was published in 1656 in the United States and it was all about teaching kids religion. I've put a link to its cover in your episode notes. It looks extremely different from modern children's books. There are no pictures, no colour, no sense of humour. It's a far Nope. cry from my kids' favourite books, that's for sure. And from mine, which, Bryce, brings us to the big debate. Drumroll. What 
are the greatest children's books of all time. What? Okay, Bryce, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Mm -hmm. And the mantra in my classroom was that you don't yuck other people's yums. Oh, I like that. So instead of us debating, let's count down the 20 top best-selling children's books of all time. Are you ready? I sure am. Let's do it. All right, at number 20, we have everyone's favourite kid who sleeps with both sets of his grandparents in one bed, Charlie Bucket. Oh, yes. And his adventures at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Love it. Roald Dahl's classic was published in 1964. It's had multiple movies made and it's sold more than 20 million copies. Coming in at number 19, with just a smidge more copies sold, is Morris Sendak's where the wild things are. Mm -hmm. All about Max, a kid dressed up in a wolf suit who gets in trouble at home and is then transported to a magical place where he becomes king of the wild things. Love that book. I love it. Now, number 18 is a book that was published way back in 1908 Mm -hmm. called Wind in the Willows. Oh, yeah. Kenneth Graham's book about the four animal characters Mole, Rat, Toad and Badger Badger explores what it means to be a good friend and it's sold more than 25 million copies. Wow. I'd be shocked if anyone listening hadn't read number 17, Amanda. It's about a character who ate one apple on Monday, two pears on Tuesday, (laughs) three plums on Wednesday, four strawberries on Thursday and five oranges on Friday, and then he really goes to town on Saturday. I'm talking, of (laughs) course, about Eric Carls, the very hungry caterpillar. You know, I reckon there was a time that I knew that entire book off by heart. I read it so many times to my kids. Yes, me too. (laughs) Now, moving on to number 16, this book is about a naughty little rabbit who keeps stealing a grumpy farmer's veggies. Uh, I think I know. That's right. It's The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter. Nice. That's another book that was written more than 100 years ago and Mm. it sold a whopping 45 million copies and it's inspired movies, plays, even a ballet, Bryce. Amazing. It's interesting, isn't it, how many of these books are about animals? Numbers 15 and 14, for example, are Charlotte's Web, the E.B. White (gasps) classic about a spider and a pig, and I dare you not to cry at the end of that. Oh, my goodness, yes. And number 14, Black Beauty, which is a famous book about a horse. Yeah, and then numbers 13 and 12 are about young people having to find their way in the world. Mm -hmm. Anne of Green Gables, who is an orphaned girl sent to live on a farm. And Heidi, about an orphaned girl sent to live in the mountains with her rather grumpy grandfather. Lots of grumpy grandfathers in these books. Fiddlesticks. Rather astonishingly, numbers 11, 10, 9, 8, 7 and 6 on the bestseller list are also about an orphan. This time... A young wizard. Ah, yeah, well, everyone's going to know what that is, aren't they? <laughs> Harry Potter books, numbers two to seven, have sold at least 400 million copies altogether. Wow. You have to forgive me for jumping around a little bit, but the number two spot on our list is taken by the very first of J.K. Rowling's books, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. That sold 120 million copies wow. all the time. Incredible. <laughs> Amazing. But let's go back to number five, which was originally written in Italian back in 1881. It's about a wooden puppet who wants to become a real boy. Ah, I think I know what you're talking about. The Adventures (laughs) of Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi. It sold more than 80 million copies. Just in front of Pinocchio is one of my favourites. 
The Lion, The Witch and The Wardrobe, the first oh. book in the Chronicles of Narnia series by C.S. Lewis. I don't know about you, Bryce, but I still get just a little flicker of hope every time I open a wardrobe, just hoping <laughs> yes. there could be a magical world inside. Magical world. How lovely. And speaking of magical worlds, number three on the list is Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, all mm. about a girl who falls down a rabbit hole and into a crazy new world. Now, we've already covered number two, Amanda, so drum roll, please. <sighs> what is number one? The best-selling children's book of all time mm -hmm. with an impressive 140 million copies sold and counting is... Yes. The Little Prince. Originally written in French, Le Petit Prince, it's a book about a little boy who travels from planet to planet seeking wow. wisdom and also discovering that adults can be unpredictable mm -hmm. and often downright unimaginative. Yes, they can. This is a book that has joy, friendship, understanding, but also sadness mm. and loss. It's not yeah. a simple story. Not at all. I've put a link in your episode notes to a video of someone reading it, mm -hmm. as well as some of the other books being read aloud. Mm. But Bryce, I do think there's one important thing we need to say. What's that? Well, the only books on this list that were written in the 21st century are the final four Harry Potter ones. Okay. Most of the books we've talked about have been on sale for 50 or 100, some even more than 100 years. Wow. Which does help to explain why they've sold so many copies. So mm -hmm. if your favourite book isn't on this list, it may well show up in a few more decades. In the meantime, though, it's worth checking out some of those oldies. There's a reason they've been bought, read and loved by millions. My word. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Name one of the ingredients the Chinese used to make the first known paper. Yeah, well done if you remember this. There were mulberries, the hemp plant, old rags and old fishnets. I wonder if it smelled. <laughs> I reckon it would have. Question number two. What was the main purpose of the very first known children's book? That's right. It was to teach religion. Question number three. What do you think is the best book of all time? That's right, there's really no answer to that. It's really up to you. Have a chat amongst yourselves. And remember, don't yuck someone else's yums. That's right. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us as we explore the who, what, how, where, when and why of Book Week. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over 